The Lord be with you. Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, and though the mountains tremble at its swelling. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. The nations rage, the kingdoms totter. He utters his voice, the earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come, behold the works of the Lord, how he has brought desolations on the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In Psalm 46, we hear four different variations of the same promise. God is with us. We hear, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. And again, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. It's the ultimate assurance for the troubled soul. God is with us in all things, present in every trouble. Very present. Not like the father distracted from his day at work, preoccupied with the thoughts of politics or his favorite sports team is present. And not like the mother, overwhelmed by her doubts and worries and wondering if she'll ever have time to herself, is present. Not like the man or the woman who scrolls through a phone while sitting next to a loved one is present. God is not present like you or I are present, even in our best days and in our rare but present moments. God, well, he is very present. And our human language falls short of what that precisely means. His presence, it's like a fortress. A fortress that even if the earth were to give way under it, or the mountains were to be moved into the heart of the sea, you would not fear. And even when the kingdoms rage and totter, or the earth itself melts around you, you would only lift up your head and be still, knowing that God is very present. He is your Lord. He is your refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. 
When God's people were in trouble in the land of Egypt, enslaved by the tottering kingdom of Pharaoh, beaten ruthlessly and held under bondage, and casting their sons into the Nile River, and crying out to the Lord, the Lord of hosts was with them, a very present help in trouble. And he moved Pharaoh and all of his army and their chariots into the heart of the sea, and the earth swallowed them up, but the Lord's presence remained for his people. Then the angel of God who was going before the hosts of Israel moved and went behind them, and the pillar of cloud moved from, be from before them and stood behind them, coming between the host of Egypt and the host of Israel. And there was the cloud and the darkness, and it lit up the night without one coming near the other all night. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord drove the sea back by a strong east wind all night and made the sea dry land, and the waters were divided. And the people of Israel went into the midst of the sea on dry ground, the waters being a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. A fortress that even the wind and the waves obeyed. He alone commanded the stormy wind, which lifted up the waves of the sea. They cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He made the storm be still, and the waves of the sea were hushed. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, let Israel now say, then the flood would have swept us away. The torrent would have gone over us. But our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Dear Saints, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress, and he is very present. When God's people were in trouble in the land of Israel, enslaved to their idolatry and sin, walking in the passions of their flesh, carrying out the desires of their minds, the Lord of hosts was with them. Hero house of David, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and you shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. For the angel of God said to Joseph, You shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And God with us became present very present. The almighty and very present fortress drew near, and the refuge of all mankind in him. He commanded the waves in the sea, and the mountains trembled at his swelling. And the river of God, whose streams make glad the city of God, burst forth from his pierced side. He uttered his voice, a cry of dereliction from the cross, and the earth still melts. He moved hearts to rejoicing, limp and lifeless legs to leaping, and the stone that sealed his tomb, he had it rolled away. Even the angels obey his commands. Jesus lives. He is triumphant over the grave. And he is very present in times of trouble. I will be exalted among the nations. 
I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us in his holy word, where he bespeaks us righteous not by our works, but by God's grace alone, through faith alone, in him alone. Jesus is with us in his blessed sacraments, where he comes to be very present in your life through his means of grace, water, and bread, and wine. But know this, his word and his sacraments, his presence does not depend on us or our works or our emotions or feelings or anything of man. His presence depends on one crucial thing, the central tenet of our faith, one absolutely necessary truth. Jesus lives. He lives. And because he lives, his word is true. He has conquered your sin, death, and the power of the devil, and is therefore very present in all things and in every trouble. Present to forgive your sins. Present to conquer death. Present to beat down Satan under his feet. He is a very present help in trouble. And troubles will come. For he has said, You will have trouble in this world. But take heart, I have overcome the world. There was one such troubling time in Luther's life when he was particularly feeling the burdens of his office as a pastor and as the leader of the Reformation. A troubling time for the church. Crushed by his own sin, excommunicated by the Roman Catholic Church with a bounty on his head, Luther wasn't doing very well, to say the least. He was in such a bad state at one point that his wife, Katie, called the local pastor, Luther's dear friend, Johannes Bugenhagen, to come and visit him. Knowing Luther and the state that he was in, Bugenhagen came at once. He walked straight into Luther's office and saw in a glance the scene set before him. Sitting there at his desk in the dark, damp, stuffy room was the great Martin Luther. His head was resting on the desk, his shoulders heaving up and down in silent sobs, his hands moving slowly over the surface of his desk. Bugenhagen walked over and stood behind Luther. And just as he was about to speak, to offer words of encouragement and comfort, he noticed something. His eyes were drawn to Luther's hand, which was writing with a finger in the dust of the desk, and he was tracing a single word which Luther had apparently carved into his desk. One small, simple word. Five letters. V. I-V-I-T. Vavit. It's a Latin word that means he lives. V-I-V-I-T. He lives. When Bugenhagen saw this word, he began to laugh. 
He laughed and he laughed and he laughed. He laughed because with that one word, he knew that Luther would be okay. He knew that Luther clung to Christ's resurrection as the one and only hope against all trouble, against all sin, against all trials, and against all temptations of this life, against all troubles of this world. He knew the Lord of hosts was with us. V-I-V-I-T. He lives. You see, your hope is Bugenhagen's hope, is Luther's hope, it is the church's hope, V-I-V-I-T, he lives, and because Jesus lives, God is with us, a fortress who remains forever in the very midst of his bride, the church, and therefore, because he lives, she shall never be moved. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen.